if you're sad, if you're not happy, right? If you can't go to sleep, all of that is made in the gut. So if you want to perform, we gotta always get back to the gut and figure out why am I getting fatigued? Are you struggling with bloating, gas, constipation, and fatigue, but don't know what's causing these problems? The Gut Health Reset Podcast with Dr. Anne-Marie Barter dives deep into the root causes behind these issues that start in the gut. This podcast will give you the knowledge you need to heal your gut and reset your health. Today on the Gut Health Reset Podcast, we're covering how athletic performance is actually influenced by the gut, how food sensitivity can make a huge difference in being a good athlete to actually a great athlete, why you should ditch the fast food and be careful of sports recovery drinks that are supposed to improve performance, and that is in quotation marks, and how pain, cortisol, and sleep all can be linked back to the gut. And we talk about the pillars of health that make a great athlete. Naveen Hedarachi, the former director of health and wellness and performance for the Washington Wizards basketball team in the NBA and healthcare provider to the celebrity and stars. He is a top rated podcast host to thrive with Naveen, which successful and influential people around the world share their number one piece of advice to up lift and up level the lives of his audience. He is on a mission to help people around the world empower themselves proactively to take the best care of their health and live their best lives, happy, healthy, and pain-free. Thank you so much. Naveen, for being with us here today. I'm just so excited to have you and your background. It's just so exciting to dig in to this big topic of athletic performance and how athletic performance is really influenced by the gut. So tell me, how how did you get into this field? And and then we're going to dig into athletic performance in the gut, if that sounds good. Dr. Emery, thank you so much for having me. I love your podcast. I love everything about you. That's why I'm like so resonant with you. What I love about you is that, you know, uh, it's just connecting the dot, right? We cannot take our gut from our sleep. We can't take our sleep from mindfulness. We can't sleep out, take our mindfulness from performance. So it's really part of who we are and part of that you do as, as a as streamer, right? You adjust the neck, then you talk about the gut, right? Like it's just it's just entangled. The way that I got got into this is um, it's really about biohacking performance. What can we do um, that we could up level our performance? And then really about what can we do that's I call it you know free ninety nine that doesn't cost us um, supplements or IVs or like hyperbaric chamber, right? Like we have I have had all access to all this, but what are little things that we could do to optimize our performance? And it's really about bringing the inflammation down. It's not about how hard that you could work today, but how fast can you recover so you could come tomorrow? Um, It's about, you know, I see guys after practice, you know, they're icing their knees, and getting massages and sauna and floor tank and cryo chamber, but they take their $400,000 Rolls Royce right through a fast food chain, right? That just really 
kind of like an aha moment, like, wow, you putting bad gas on your car, quote unquote, your body. And then next day when you come in, you're like, oh man, I'm struggling. I'm bloated, I'm irritated. They smell really bad, right? Their, their skin, you could smell it, right? They're spraying deodorant, all this stuff. And they're not going back to the root cause. But what we do in professional sports, or in anything, right? You're like, hey, this is some acid reflexes. Hey, some Pepto, Pepto-Bismol. Like, honestly, we probably go through Pepto-Bismol air, like Pakistan, Pakistan every day in professional sports because nobody really talks about the gut. Gut is like on the backside, you know? It's about what we put into the body. So um, when I kind of saw these amazing results come into my life by accidentally by doing a food testing and figuring out what food works for these these athletes um all of a sudden dr bada like i was able to save surgeries by changing the food like incredible 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 stories totally i 100% agree i see it day in and day out it's it's huge inflammation in the body is a big key factor in everything. And then if you want to get to that elite level in athletic performance, you have to dial that in, right? So so how in the world does you know gut link up with athletic performance? Because when we think about athletic performance, we really think about, oh, let's dial in nutrition, what's the diet? And all of those things are very important, but we don't think about how the gut has a big influence in athletic performance. So would you mind just going into that a little bit more? So, you know, you kind of said it, it's, it is part of the nutrition is because it starts from the mouth is what we put in. The biggest thing that we do wrong is we don't figure out what is the best for that athletes, right? Based on their maybe stool testing, food sensitivity, gut sensitivity, maybe I could take another level and we could say based on the DNA profile, right? Where they came from, where the ancestors came from. So I think it's really starts from bad food that we put in our gut because we don't really think, like we think, you know, if you look at a quote unquote, uh, world's number one electrolyte drink, right? It has color number 40, dextrose, um, natural flavors, right? Like, and got ingredients that we cannot even pronounce. So we don't associate what we put on in our mouth affect the gut and that causes inflammation, that causes our serotonin, dopamine, happy pill, high pill, high pill, excitement pill. So it does matter. It does matter when you eat something for a seven o'clock game, if you eat, if you put all these chemicals into your body, or if you eat something that that you're sensitive to, as insensitive as it, it might not show up like you're breaking up. People think, oh, I'm not sensitive to peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, you're not breaking up, but it's making you slower, zero, zero, one percent, right? And you add that one percent every time at the end of the season. Now you know why your knees hurting, why you're bloated, why you're irritated, why this thing is chronically bothering you. It started from your mouth. So gut is also you know, people say gut is our second brain. To be honest with you, I want to say the gut is our first brain because that is like the, the main train station. Everything goes, right? Vegas, nerves. I mean, 
back to bottom, people are like, uh, people are always like, oh, I need melatonin, I need melatonin, I need to go to sleep. Where is melatonin produced, right? Where is serotonin produced? Like we are forgetting the machine that makes all this incredible hormone or um, things that we need to thrive, not survive, thrive. Exactly. You know, what's interesting is um, one of the, so I, I love to ride bikes. Like I'm a huge avid bike rider and um, my diet has always been pretty clean, but um, I was eating a lot of eggs and I think you've got a similar thing here, but I was eating a lot of eggs and I remember going out on a bike ride one morning and just feeling completely nauseous and I couldn't keep up with everybody else. And I was like, okay, I've got to get to the bottom of this. This was years and years ago. And so I ran a food sensitivity test. Lo and behold, I am very sensitive to eggs. So I decided, you know, I had done a lot of gut fixing and cleaning up, et cetera. And so I wanted to try to reincorporate eggs because sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. So before I went backcountry skiing, which is kind of an aggressive sport, I went out there and I'm not really, um, I'm not really a big drinker. I rarely, rarely drink. Um, so if you see me drinking, it's like twice a year. So anyway, I, um, I went out backcountry skiing and I was so nauseous and I looked hungover to all the people that I was with. I had had a plate of eggs that morning. I had to go back and go to the car. Um, and so that was what two eggs did to me. And so I, I'd like to kind of hear what you are seeing with the same thing around athletic performance. I love it. Well, so let's uh, let's tie in um, an egg story that I have that just literally um, happened last week. Um, leaky gut. I think I think literally. I don't, you probably know this number better, right? Right, like ninety percent people got dysbiosis, right? Like it's just a crazy amount. Dysbiosis you know? is pretty high. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. Yeah, I would probably say it's close to ninety percent of dysbiosis. Leaky gut's a little. I think it's a little lower number than ninety percent. Okay, like in athletic population, it's even higher because of the the canola oil, the palm oil, the wheat, the processed food that they. You talked about going biking, like. Look at my wife is a triathlon. Like before, I would say before last six years, I didn't even think about this, but like I'm the one who's getting her goose, gels, waffles, and all this stuff that's really causing to to inflammation. Um so going back to the egg story, um this athlete, he tore his MCL and uh, obviously it's, it's grade three and they want to have surgery and this kid's Can wife, you Can you tell people what an MCL is if they're not oh, familiar um, with the terminology? <laughs> so MCL is a medial collateral ligament and it's, 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 it's one of the ligaments. So think about a table um, with four legs, right? So those are kind of the four main ligaments in our legs. So imagine your table you lose a leg, right? Now you can't put anything on the table, right? It's, it's wobbly. So this is what happened to this kid. He he lost one of the legs in the table. We're going to call like uh, the leg MCL, medial collateral ligament. And that's really a surgical case. He went to like over four doctors. Um, obviously, he's a professional athlete. So, you know, consulting. And everyone's like, we got to have a surgery. And this kid's like, if I have a surgery, I'm going to be done for the year because NBA season just, NBA regular season just finished. So he was like, I don't want to finish it. So he's 
started the conservative management. And the first thing that I, when I see an athlete, the first thing that I do, obviously everything starts from food, right? So we want to make sure that he's eating the right food. So first, literally we did a food, uh, food sensitivity test and like you talked about, eggs popped up and eggs are something this kid eat every day. Like, so he was really high for eggs, um, super sensitive. So we took eggs out and I'm not even kidding you. Within days, he's like, wow, my knee's getting better. Like I feel better. And then all of a sudden he lost 17 pounds in, in one month. He came back to playing basketball in um, eight weeks. And he even quoted on the paper saying, I'm dunking, I've never been able to dunk and I'm running. So that one little thing, obviously, yeah, we're doing rehab and everything else, like every other human being. But what was the game change is that we took that something that's causing inflammation, causing chronic inflammation, um, causing cortisol, right? So like, think about like, we just got to stack it. People don't really think about how everything stack on each other. So you introduce this egg to his body that's causing um, inflammation, that's hurting the knee, then it's causing stress, cortisol, fight or flight, because you that's, that's an artificial ingredient, not artificial, that's something, maybe like a, a sort of uh, artificial thing in your body that you don't like, causing cortisol, can't go to sleep, right? Now you're sleep deprived, you're mentally, your mind not mindful, right? So everything stacking, now we are minus, 10% every day, minus 10% every day, right? You can heal. So as soon as he took that out and we started adding 10% every day, cortisol came down, inflammation came down. All of a sudden, this kid felt like he was younger. So it's very important to look at the gut, treat the gut, and obviously you know, find an expert like you to seeing if you did your part, like if you've done your part, saying as an athlete, you are not getting any processed oil or processed food, you're eating proper diet, then I think we need to do a find an expert like you. We got to do a stool sample and we got to see what kind of parasite is growing, right? But before we get to the expert, we have to do our part on taking care of ourselves. If not, we go to the expert, then we are losing all that time because we didn't do the back end work. You know, it's so important to heal the gut. I honestly think like, like I was just saying like, no matter how injured you are, no matter what level of athlete it is, I always start with the gut. We got to figure out what's going on. And to figure out what's going on, we got to put, put the right food. Like somebody said, people are taking, people are putting probiotic, probiotic, probiotic. First of all, we got to figure out if it's the right probiotic. Then are we seeding it? Are we growing it? You know, um, kind of going into another story. I have a friend, let's call him a, a Bobby. Can I interrupt you real quick? Um, I think you made just such a great point. And I want to make sure that we don't gloss over this because when people think of pain, like with the MCL tear in the knee, people think of, okay, I need to do physical therapy exercises. 
I need to go see my chiropractor. I need to get a cortisol or cortisone injection, you know, to help my cortisol levels to help with my pain. We just think pain, this is the way we go. And so I think what you brought up is just such a critical point because if you have chronic inflammation, you're going to have more pain. And so if the treatments aren't working, that means that you have systemic inflammation in your body. And I don't want to gloss over that piece. And I think the other point that you made that I think is very, very important to just reiterate is number one, you have to see what strains of probiotics you're deficient in. And I, and so some people will take probiotics and they'll be very helpful and then they'll stop working. Well, it could be that you need to switch or vary what you're doing because you've got enough of XYZ strands and now you need to move on to something else and, or you also maybe want to do a prebiotic to build just everything else on top of each other. So it's really important to get like a, you know, to get an idea because certain things help with weight loss, certain things help with athletic performance, et cetera. So I just really want to make sure that we just hit that as well. And this is kind of the difference on why some people heal better than other people. And it's not. So I think that that's a great point. So I just wanted to make sure that we really hit that. So anyway, okay, your next story. So tell me about that. That's so true. I want to like kind of jump on that. Think about it. As soon as you get hurt, most of the time, these athletes are in some kind of, I don't want to say antibiotics, but most of the time they're in some kind of meds, right? Most of them pain meds, Sometimes it's counter over the counter meds. So they're in meds that really kills our microbiome. That really kills our healthy bacteria, right? And then you cannot expect to take a probiotic and all of a sudden expect, right? These trees to go. It takes time for these trees to go. And then it's just kind of like you're taking anti-inflammatory pills that's killing the ecosystem and you're taking two probiotics to get better <laughs> but at the same time you we are forgetting that everyone's eating a bad nutrition plan right so no one's really like talking about fermented foods or kefir or raw milk or garlic or avocado like or apple cider vinegar like we always want pills right i mean sometimes i almost wonder is it even working for us? Is it bioavailable? Like you said, there's 10 different companies that are selling it. Why can't we really start from food? And then, like you said, then we could go and see, okay, I'm eating this food, this food, this food, and I'm missing this strain. Now we could add it. Now we just go from our Ferrari to some super fuel injection. Now we could run like a Ferrari. If not, we have a Ferrari, we're just tinkering with wrong, cheap gas and expect it to run. You know, so that's absolutely 100% agree with you. Yeah, I think that, I think it's interesting because the mentality has been so much of that, that when, for example, when in practice, I'm doing a lot of things and I kind of go back to the diet, let's say someone's 80% better and I go back to the diet, sometimes that hurdle is so great for people to do that because they've got their convenient foods, they've got their alcohol they've got their drugs, they've got their cigarettes. They, it's, it's a really hard habit to break and to change or, you know, their ibuprofen or whatever it is, sleep medication, it's X, Y, Z, you add it in. And it's just hard for us to break those cycles to really sort of make 
those lifestyle changes because those changes are going to happen slowly. Just like you said, 1%, 1%, 1%. I think that, I think that the misconception is I'm going to do X, Y, Z, and I'm going to be 70% better. Sometimes that happens, but a lot of times it's like this change makes 5%. This change makes 7%. That makes 18%. And it builds on each other, just like it built down. So yeah. Anyway, great. I got another funny story. It's kind of funny to me because, uh, so, um, speaking about uh, gut microbiome health, you know, a lot of these young kids, right. They literally grew up on four things, right. They might eat maybe the same cornbread or the, the chicken every single day. So if you're eating the same food, your microbiome diversity is not there, right. It, it doesn't matter what kind of probiotic that you take. So I have a funny story. Yes. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> this kid, again, an NBA athlete. And um, I found that every time, kind of quote unquote off season, he doesn't have his hip pain, right? So obviously through an MRI, the MR, MRI, pretty much every joint. So we know that uh, there's a little bit of labor tear. And, you know, doctors want to have, like, kind of obviously repair, right? When you go to auto, they want to repair. So I'm like, there's something going on. And um, it's get better when he goes home. And it gets worse when we travel. Like, when we're on the road, this thing is hot. So I'm like, is it, you know, is it something to do with sleep? So I kind of ruled out everything, okay? So... We ruled out everything then uh, because I took care of the nutrition for the team. I have access to the hotel um, hotel contact. So I was just kind of curious to see what this kid was eating. So believe it or not, so I called my hotel contact and then I got his rooming list, right? We were in a long road trip. I remember we were in like uh, Milwaukee, Minnesota, LA and Portland, like literally like seven cities. Um, and I got his rooming list. Every day is the same thing, right? And I, I remember so much that every day was a cheesecake and a Sprite. I'm like, wow, this is his thing, right? Then I'm like, all right, now let me like, I'll put that in my memory bank. I'm like checking his hip, hip is tight every time you're on the road. When we come home, it's not tight. I'm like, what's going on? So I'm started talking to the kid like, hey, what did you eat? I'm at home, what did you eat? So that thing never came up, the cheesecake. So I'm like, all right, that's something with the cheesecake. So then we actually did a food sensitivity test, very um, lactose intolerant. We took that out and literally that, that hip, I, I still today, the story is probably about 10 years ago. I still today, he never had surgery on the left hip. So we know that one, that one food, it literally triggered bad microbiome, literally tighten his hip where he need to have surgery. So that's another story that we could say that having the proper food, having the proper microbiome. Um, and, and I think a big key that you, you know, preach all the time, diverse microbiome. We need everything, a little bit of everything. Um, somebody showed the other day um, a picture of Hadza and they're like, yeah, Hadza, um, they have fiber, they have the best ceiling gut. Dr. Anne-Marie, I saw the picture and that's like, it's about like, like this, like a size of a quarter, but they were like six different things. So they were getting, it's obviously so tiny amount, but they were getting diverse amount 
of tubers and vegetables, that's what their gut is good. But if you look at us, standard American diet, the sad diet, you only get <laughs> all different food every single time, right? People could be like, hey, I eat healthy. Okay, sweet potatoes, broccoli, and steak, and salmon. It's not diverse enough. Someone asked me the other day about gut issues and what next steps they should take. And I realized taking the next step and realizing what's going on with your body can be stressful and complicated if you don't have the right information. So I've decided to create a gut health webinar in a digestible format so you can walk away with practical tips to transform your health. You can watch it right now at dranmariebarter.com. This gut health webinar will walk you through one, two, and three, so you can solve the issue. The best part is it's totally free. So go ahead and watch and download the gut health webinar at dranmariebarter.com. Yes, I, I can see that. And what, so, you know, we've talked about diet is super powerful to boost athletic performance and, you know, really figuring out what your food sensitivities are, really healing up the gut. What are some other factors that really influence our athletic performance? And they can be associated with the gut or not. Um, but I'd, I'd like to know what else really is going to push people, especially those weekend warriors to the next level. Um, First thing, when, when you asked me this question, first thing kind of came to my mind because of I know what you do, pathogens. I think, you know, most of the time there's a pathogen in there. Hey, triathletes, right? My wife goes on swimming in this dirty water, right? You know something going to jump in there, right? So we want to kind of like take a look at it. We need to see an expert like you. Like even meet with me, like, you know, a few months ago, we were in Tanzania, Zanzibar, Istanbul. The water, the stuff that we are not used to. So stuff going to come in. So look, listen to the gut feeling. Like we know, trust your gut. When you feel like there's something in your gut, most likely that's something in your gut. So we need to see an expert. So that's that's one thing that just really came came to my mind. Um, I love the gut. I trust the gut. So know your gut. So that's what I want to tell the list, listeners and the weekend warriors. Um, the second thing is kind of like what we, we just talked about. If you're sad, if you're not happy, right? If you can't go to sleep, all of that is made in the gut. So if you want to perform, we gotta always get back to the gut and figure out why am I getting fatigued? Why am I getting, uh, why am my my knee constantly hurting? Why can't I go to sleep, right? Yes, we wanna put glasses, we wanna uh, turn the room down, all that is fine, but are we having the uh, proper foundation to process all that, to make the melatonin? Or we could talk about cortisol, right? Because of the gut, because of the, the, the dysbiosis, because of the ecology in the gut is not proper, cortisol curve is off, right? Dr. Emma, you see people, their cortisol curve is flipped, they're so low in energy in the morning, they need 10 cups of coffee and they're, what do you call it? Uh, wired, tired, but wired at night. I call right? it wired, but tired. Yep. Wired, but tired. So this, this cortisol curve is all flipped up. Okay, well, it's, it doesn't matter if you take cortisol or cortisol calm, all these supplements. What is the root cause, 
right? The root cause is the gut. Let's go back to the root cause. And that's what I love, love about you is that you treat root cause medicine, you know? And people are so lucky to have somebody like you to figure out like, okay, let's, let's figure out the root cause and let's treat that instead of putting a bandage, right? If not, we're going to put a bandage for the glucose. We're going to put a bandage for insulin. We're going to put a bandage for migraine. We're going to put a bandage for uh, cholesterol, but let's get to the root cause. And I think root cause is really the gut. I mean, we could even go on a tangent about insulin, insulin resistance, right? Gut. So to answer your question, um, I don't think I answer your question. First of all, to improve your performance, we got to dial in our cross the T and dot the I's. We got to take care of ourselves. So I think going, what I love about, like kind of, I kind of call it the four pillars is this nutrition. Let's dial in our nutrition, the food that works for you. I call it a thumbprint diet, the food that works for your gut. It's different for me. It's different for Dr. Anne-Marie, but through finding an expert or, or somebody who's listening to this podcast, they don't want to spend the time and the money to find an expert, do um, elimination diet. See how you feel, right? Try this brand, try this brand, try the avocado, try not drinking the coffee, try drinking the tea, like eliminate it and see how you feel. Remember, everything goes back to the gut. Our Hippocrates said, like, listen to the gut, everything in the gut really matters. So do your part on the nutrition. Then I would say the next pillar is do your part on the sleep. And if you're not sleeping well, because you're creating inflammation and you can't perform, well, let's figure out why you're not sleeping well, okay? Then I'll say the third pillar is being mindfulness, because when we are not mindfulness, again, we are causing cortisol, we are causing inflammation, um, we got to be mindful. And if you can't be mindful, let's go back and see why we are not being mindful. What is the root cause? So... It's, it's kind of getting back to root cause, but getting back to what it's, what your specific person needs, because you, everybody who listened to this is very unique, has very individualized needs, the job, the, the, the sport, the family. So we just got to treat you as an individual person. And that's where, you know, that uh, the expert like Dr. Anne-Marie comes in. Yeah. And would you say like, the one thing that I see is people have a really hard time with mindfulness. And I think our lifestyles are just so busy, so crazy. We add too much to our plate. Um, we think that we can do too much. And we know that that's overwhelming. That changes cortisol. That has an effect on the gut microbiome. That decreases our absorption because we're stressed out. Our body thinks we're running from a bear all the time. So, I mean, I think it's just so important to slow down and to really look at, you know, mindfulness, meditation, prayer, you know, however that looks for you um, to really incorporate into your life. Um, what have you noticed to, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, nutritional supplements around, like for example, uh, vitamin B vitamins, uh, you know, vitamin C, you know, for repair of collagen, et cetera. Like where have you figured those have fit in and have you seen any boost with athletic performance using some of, um, basically basic nutrients and vitamins? Dr. Bada, I want to say uh, something that you just mentioned about the motiva- more mindfulness and motivation, like where does the, the serotonin, dopamine, and GABA made? 
gut, gut, gut. So if you want to be happy, if you want to be in mindfulness, got to go back to the gut. And again, it's the, it's the food. So uh, about the, the, the vitamins, the collagen, uh, the bone broth, big fan of it. Vitamin D, big fan of it. We just got to make sure that uh, we want to get as, as close as we can possibly to the real thing, right? Um, eating the, the plant that needed the sun and the ground and the water, right? And the cow ate 100% grass when you get the collagen or the meat. If not, we're eating the, the amyloids, the stress hormone they got because how they were stress before they were slaughtered or what kind of food that they ate. So we want to make sure that you're sourcing it properly. Uh, I think same thing goes with the vitamin C's, the B's, the D's. We want to make sure that we are sourcing it properly. And um, so that's that's for a person who um, doesn't want to get an expert expert like you to kind of take a look at it. But I think I think an athlete or all of us, I think that's a point that at least once a year, let's look at how your lab marks are, right? I think, um, you know, we kind of kind of get this, we have a, uh, a block of pen foods that we like and we eat all the time. Maybe they're nutritionally depleted, right? Maybe the spinach that you're eating coming from California that was cut a week ago was in Whole Foods for 10 days. So there's nothing in there. So we are thinking we're eating a proper food but we might not be getting the nutritional value. So I think that's where the lab test comes in, Dr. Bada. Like, I don't want to constantly sell, tell people lab, 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 lab. I want to know, but it's just like your, your car, right? You always look at the gas, you know, the check engine lights, right? You know how the oil level. So that's, and we take it to Jeffy Lube or whoever to figure out what we need. So I think, I think we have a point, not, not, Conventional medicine where we're going to say, hey, 25 vitamin D is okay, but I think we need to go to, to another point, another level, and go to functional medicine to figure out what we need, what's happening with our insulin, what's happening with our A1C, what's happening with our glucose. Because, first of all, we need to know the, the, the UK or the uh, uh, ketones, what are they doing? Because you're spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars to your body. If they have an adverse effect, the bar that you eat, even though it has so many good things, then we are hurting ourselves. We are paying money and hurting ourselves. So to answer your question, I think all of us need to really get tested to figure out the food that we're eating. It's really giving us the micro and macro nutrients that we need. I'll tell you, you know, over and over again, running tests, um, I see like significantly reduced a lot of times, probably about 50% of the time, vitamin B2 and B6. And so that's not, and, and sometimes certainly B12 and B9, but there's a lot more education around that. And vitamin C, I see low in so many people because our food is so depleted in vitamin C and we need that for infections and that gets depleted every time we get exposed to a viral infection, and, you know, that is so critical for everything, for skin health, for, you know, collagen repair, for, for treating viral, the list goes crazy, you know, bacterial infections, the list goes on and on. And so it's just, it's really interesting to see because no one person is the same. And a bit, I'll tell you, I've been doing this a long time. I've been doing this for about 12 years and I'll tell, I, I push for lab testing because I'm about 
even with the experience, I'm, I'm only about 80% right the, the entire time without running the lab testing, because to your point, everybody is so individualized. And so sometimes I guess, and can get it right on, but most of the time I really need that lab testing to really be able to determine. So I think that's awesome. Are, are there anything, anything that you do that you think is a game changer that we haven't discussed for overall health? I think every year I have gotten into uh, testing myself to figure out, you know, honestly, like, okay, salt. Okay, I want to see the panel of what I really need, what I'm observing. Or let me try to do my DNA test so I know that I have a sip but snippet that I need more vitamin Bs. So the vitamin Bs that are extra taking it, how is that affecting me? So test, treat, retest. I think something that I have gotten um, into my personal life more and more, you know, and I think uh, that kind of have gotten into my athletes and my patients. You just got to figure out what's going on. It might not be even a nutrition thing. It might be I don't want to say like, woo, maybe the, the flight that we are traveling all the time, right? We, we know that's a microbiome effect by traveling, right? We know that circadian rhythm has a microbiome impact. So we could be eating all the right food, but if you're in an airplane four times a week, right? If you're in a three time zones every week, that kills your gut microbiome. So we need help. We need support. And that support not only it's that support does not come in a one pill. We just gotta figure out how that support is coming from. And like you said, like the food, nothing has magnesium anymore. Its soil is so depleted. So we just gotta figure out so we could add the pri- the proper essential minerals, right? The the soil. I want to make sure that they had the proper minerals in there. So really customize it to answer your question. I think try to really customize it and just constant evaluation. You look into your, you sit in your car, you look at your dashboard to see your gas level. You get on the bike and you check your the PSI. Why don't you do the same thing to yourself? Why don't you check your PSI? Check your PSI on your resting heart rate, your HRV, your sleep quality, how many times you breathe a minute, right? You are, we as a human being, we want to optimize our bike, we want to optimize our Ferrari, but we forget the more, most important thing, person to optimize is us. Let me optimize ourselves. Dr. about everybody's like living, but that's another level. It's called thriving and you're high on life, but like you're literally high on life. And, and when you get to that level, it's just like, you're fl- flying. Awesome. Well, Thank you so much for being here. Where can listeners find you if they want to get in touch with you? So I got a brand new uh, website. I never had a website. So I created a website. It's called NaveenHealth.com. Then I have an IG. It's at Naveen, N-A-V-I-N dot H-E-T. And that's my social media. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for spending the time with us today. Just awesome to get your perspective on these things and just being in this world for a while. It's just cool to see, you know, how gut has really had an impact on athletic performance. So thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Gut Health Reset Podcast. 
Please make sure you subscribe, leave a rating and a review so more people can hear about the podcast. And hey, take a screenshot of this episode and tag Dr. Anne Marie on Instagram or Facebook at Dr. Anne Marie Barter. And for more resources, just visit DrAnneMarieBarter.com.